Hi, I'm Tom Marks with the Marks Law Firm in Orlando, Florida, and welcome to the Healthy Family Law Attorney. Today I'm going to talk about client expectations of the judge at trial. So I, I recently got a comment or a question from a viewer about what should they expect at trial from the judge. Okay, so let's boil it down. Thanks for joining us. Number one, should the judge see things as clearly as the client does? Number two, will the judge be as interested in the case as the client is? And number three, will the judge see through the lies of the other side, the other spouse, former spouse, or partner, the way that the client does? Okay, so let's start with the premise that each judge on the family law bench carries anywhere from about 2,000 to 3,000 cases. So they couldn't possibly know everything about every case that they have. Fortunately, somewhere between 70 and 80% of all cases, family law cases will settle so that the court only has to handle in that two to 3,000 range, somewhere a low of about 400 cases to a high of maybe 900 cases. Still, more than any one person can reasonably be expected to know all the facts about that case. So if the judge set, say has an average of 600, 700 cases, this is your only case, this is your life you know the situation better than anyone else. You know the facts better than your own lawyer. Hopefully you've communicated those facts, the ones that are most important to your lawyer, but all the nuances and details of all the years that you've spent with that other person in that marriage or relationship, um, probably not enough time to convey all of that to your attorney who you may have spent months with leading up to the trial and then at the trial itself you may have a half a day you may have one or two days but in that short period of time the judge is not going to have the time to hear everything that you want to say so i've heard many clients say okay all i want is my day in court i will all i want to do is be able to tell my story and so that's really important. It's your attorney's job to help you condense your story into what are the most important legal factors that the court will take into consideration in deciding your case. So yes, judges are overworked. They have limited amount of time. Uh, you won't have enough time to tell your full story. So you've got to decide which parts of it are the most important, the most relevant. What are the most recent chronologically? So the court will consider those more important. And what are the most impactful? I've done uh, a number of prior videos, but one that comes to mind is my four part series on what a court must consider in a custody case. There's 20 factors under the statute, 61.13 A through T. So I broke it down into 
five factors for each of the four videos. And the judge has to consider those and has to make findings of fact as to each and every one of those. So those are the factors that you wanna focus on in the courtroom for the judge. But honestly, the judge not only doesn't have enough time to hear everything, but the judge can't really get inside your head to see it exactly the way you see it. And guess what? The other side's gonna be on their best behavior. If they have an, uh, an attorney that's uh, prepared them, they know exactly what their testimony is gonna be, how to say it, what the witnesses are gonna say. So the judge is gonna hear two very different perspectives on what happened. And judges like to say, well, there's, he says, she says, and then there's that third version that is somewhere in between. And so really a lot of it depends on veracity of the parties. In other words, who does the judge believe? And what evidence do you have to present? And what witnesses do you have? And when the trial actually occurs, what are they really gonna say, not only under direct examination, but also under cross-examination? So uh, there's a lot of variables in a, a trial. Uh, the, the law is far more an art than it is a science. It's not like taking uh, two parts of hydrogen and one part uh, oxygen and getting H2O. It's more like painting uh, a masterpiece, depending on the uh, amount of time and effort you are able to put into presenting your case and preparing your case. And I've done prior videos on how important it is to prepare your case for trial because you have to really know what you're trying to prove and know how much time and what you've got to get accomplished within that time period. And also people expect the judge to have the wisdom of Solomon and know exactly what the truth is. And oftentimes the judge doesn't really know the truth. They have a sense of it and they've got to make their best effort to make their decision. But judges are not infallible. They do make mistakes. They do make errors. And that's why trial courts, trial judges are often appealed to the appellate court and appellate courts um, can reverse the trial judge or can remand to the trial judge to fix something or do it right. But sometimes the appellate courts say, yeah, you need to do it all over and there needs to be a new trial. So I'm gonna have an appellate attorney on my channel in a couple weeks, uh, very well-known, respected appellate attorney. So um, he'll give us more insight on that. But that's why we have appellate courts. It can be appealed here in Central Florida to the Fifth District Court of Appeal. And in, um, if, if it's appealed from one of the five district courts, it can be appealed to the Florida Supreme Court. Okay, sometimes a judge may say, I want the parties to go outside and really think about this and work it out. And that can be frustrating to the parties because you may think we've spent months and months getting here to trial. We only have so much time and we've tried, we've been to mediation, 
We've been to a four-way settlement conference. We've sent settlement offers and nothing's been settled. So you're there to have the judge make the decision and the judge wants you to go outside and work something out. So I know that can be frustrating, but judges uh, sometimes have reasons for doing that and they want parties to work things out. Probably one of the big reasons is because when parties work something out together, they agree upon it, they're more likely to abide by it. Believe it or not, if a judge imposes something on someone, someone feels like they won and somebody feels like they lost, sometimes maybe both parties feel like they lost, and then they're resentful and they don't want to do what the judge has ordered them to do. And they may be passive aggressive, they may try to undermine. So judges know that if people can work it out and resolve it between themselves, they're more likely to adhere to the agreement. So yes, there's a lot of frustrations about going to trial. There's a lot of reasons to avoid trial. It's super expensive. There's uncertainty in what the judge is going to do. You may or not, may not even be able to finish your case in the allotted time that the judge has given you. Oftentimes, uh, at the pretrial conference, the judge may have a two-week trial period available, uh, but he may have 30 or more attorneys all seeking a full day trial, and that would be 30 days when he only has 10 days. So you, depending on where you are in the line, you may get bumped to the next trial docket. That can be frustrating too. So there's a lot of reasons to try to resolve it well before trial, not just the expense financially, but emotionally, familially, spiritually. Um, there's also the certainty uh, that you can know what the resolution is gonna be. Third, you can do more creatively than the judge can. Judges have to stay within the parameters of the law, but the parties can really paint the finer lines and get into the nuances and details that really fit their particular needs of their particular family. So there's those reasons why I like collaborative law, I like mediation, I like settlement conferences because I like negotiation. I think um, reasonable people can work things out. Unfortunately, a lot of times you may have someone, you feel like your spouse is a narcissist or a borderline or a control freak, manipulative, and will never agree to anything. That's when you might have to go to trial. So I wanted to help you manage your expectations. The purpose of my channel is to provide hope and help to your family because I believe families matter and I want you to successfully navigate the family law process in a healthy way. I hope I've done that today and I hope you've enjoyed this video. If you have, please hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, hit that bell icon so you don't miss any future videos. And just like the topic that came up today, if you want, uh, leave a comment below or a suggestion for a future video. If you have any questions, let me know. I'd be happy to answer them. Thanks so much for being on the channel today, and I'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye-bye.